Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm praying today that the broadcast will be a blessing, and honestly, every time I sit here behind the microphone and open up the Word of God, I'm praying God will use what we uh, say and what God lays on our heart during this time together to speak directly to you. I tell you this, I, I found out if God speaks to me about something, often He'll use that same thing in the lives of others. In fact, most of, well, just all of what I preach in our church is something that God first preached to me about. It's something that I needed. You know, we're all the same, aren't we? We all go through the same things. We all uh, have the same different uh, emotions and the same different uh, decisions and seasons of life. We might not be there at the same time, but we all go through these things, and they're always the same, and just over and over cyclical through life. But God knows what we need, and God will speak to one, and that one can use it for others. And I'm praying today God will speak to your heart. Now, we're dealing with this Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians. We're in chapter 1. This is just our fifth study in this first chapter. And the Corinthian church is a carnal church. It's a contentious church. It was a, uh, in, in certain ways, a corrupt church as far as some of the immorality there. It was a church that was uh, dealing with different issues because of spiritual immaturity. So Paul has to address that. And by the way, don't get upset. Don't bow up and don't pout. When your pastor, when the preacher has to counsel, has to reprove, has to rebuke, has to shepherd the flock. By the way, that's the pastor's job. That's why God has placed him there. Is he infallible? No. But he's in that position. God has placed him there. And that's why we're here to set things in order. Paul told Titus, I've left you in Crete. He said, I want you to set in order some things that are lacking, some things that maybe have slipped. I want you to get those things straight. I want you to make sure everything is decent and in order. So Paul does that here in the book of First Corinthians. Paul has written the first eight or nine verses as his introduction. Verse number 10, he begins to deal with the issue. We read this last broadcast, but he just paraphrasing, Paul has heard from a lady named Chloe that there is divisions in the church. There are contentious people. There are fractured segments, factions, if you will. There are cliques and there are different crowds that are vying against one another. And as this is taking place in the church, it is causing the name of Christ to be shamed. It is hurting their testimony in their community. And I'll say it again, you might have issues in your church, but it's not going to stay in the church. And that's why it's very important that we get things right in a hurry and that we keep ourselves right and that we don't let little petty differences cause division because that division will be broadcasted not just within but without the church and it might keep people from coming could keep people from getting saved might keep people from staying in our church and drive new converts away so we must make sure the church is pure the church is unified and the church is going forward in harmony one with another now we come down to verse number 12 and here's the contention Here's the division. It's a division over personality. Look what it said. Now, this I say, 
that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, which would be Peter, and I of Christ. So now we see we have some saying, well, I tell you what, I was saved under the ministry of Paul, and Paul is the wisest preacher ever lived. Paul is a great penman. Paul uh, preaches the gospel, the grace of God. There's no one like Paul. Others would say, well, I got in under Apollos. Apollos is that powerful preacher. There is not a pulpiteer or orator that can match the skill and the delivery, the pathos of an Apollos. He is the man of God. He's the preacher. And then others said, I am of Cephas. I'm of Peter. I'm the one, I follow the one who was the closest to Christ. I mean, I'm talking about that zealous, that, uh, uh, that uh, fervent disciple, the one who preached on the day of Pentecost. I'm talking about the leader, if you will, of those uh, early disciples. I am of Peter. Then others say, I'm of Christ. Verse 13, Paul asks a rhetorical question, is Christ divided? Of course, he's not. Ye, Christ, the body of Christ, Christ is not divided into segments or into fractions or into factions, uh, uh, rather. Uh, he, he, uh, he's, he's whole. Is Christ divided? No. He said, was Paul crucified for you? Now stop a minute. You're putting so much pride behind Paul. And this is Paul writing. He's saying, you're being a cheerleader for Paul. You're bragging on Paul. You're making much of Paul. Wait a minute. Was it Paul? Was it I that was nailed to the cross? Did I wear a crown of thorns for you? Was my side pierced with a spear? Were my feet driven through with nails? No. Was it I that took the scourging and the spitting and the smacking and the scoffing? No. It wasn't I. You're saying I'm of Paul, and Paul's out here saying, hey, listen, I am what I am by the grace of God. Oh, wretched man that I am. He said, were you baptized in the name of Paul? No. No. He said, I did not save you. I'm not the one who changed your life. Uh, I, maybe God used me, but I'm just the trumpet. I'm just the sword. I'm just the balm. I'm just the report, man. I, and I'm not, I'm not the main thing. He said, I thank God that I baptized none of you but Crispus and Gaius, or Gaius, lest any should say that I had baptized in mine own name. And I baptized also the household of Stephanus. Besides, I know not whether I baptized any other. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. Paul is basically saying, hey, listen, fellas, I, I didn't set this thing up to build a monument to self. I'm not in this thing to build a reputation for me. No, that's not what we're doing here. This is all about the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I'm here and there's contention. I'm here and there's division. And that division's over personality. You know, that happens a lot in Christianity. I'm talking about because of pride and politics, it happens a lot. Good men that can't get along together because they want preeminence. And then you have those who look up or follow those men that can't get along because they want their man to have preeminence. It's not about whoever that is. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I believe that in our, in our <clears throat> setup, in our church, we have, we have strong personalities, no doubt about it. Pastor uh, Treber is a strong personality, and I mean that in a good way. I guess I, I would say I am a strong personality, and I hope in a good way. Uh, we have others who are, but we don't, we, we don't divide this thing up and say, well, I want this 500 people to follow me, and that 400 can follow you, and that 300 can follow this fellow over there. No, why? Because it's not about us. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why across the front of our pulpit, it says that in all things, he, he might have the preeminence. 
I tell you, when a church goes wrong is when a church gets their eyes off the Lord and onto anything that is flesh. And I tell you, when a movement goes wrong, when a movement thinks that the movement is about flesh and not about the Lord, it is not about your favorite or my favorite or this dude and that guy. No, it's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. By the way, we can bring it down to this room. It's not about your preference, your desire, your wants and wishes. It's about the will of God. Most church splits start because a grown adult does not get their way. And when they don't get their way, they respond and they react as though they're a little child. Spiritual immaturity. That's what's happening in this church in Corinth. The reason there's immorality is because there's immaturity. The reason there's contention is because of immaturity. The reason there's division is because of immaturity. God bless your heart. But listen, you say, well, somebody took my seat. Well, get over and find another one. That's why we have more than one pew in our church, because you might not get it. You might have to find another pew. Well, I don't like the song that they sang. Well, uh, you know, if we want your opinion on singing, we'll come and ask you. You never sang before in your life, so maybe you ought to just be quiet about it. Well, I'll tell you what I'd do if I was the pastor. Yeah, you better not, because you're not the pastor. I was talking the other day. It's easy to say what you do when you're not in the seat. That's right. It's easy to say what you do when there's no accountability and no responsibility and there is no weight and it's not in reality. Oh, I can tell you what I'd do if I was the president. I'll tell you what I'd do if I was the pilot of the plane, but you're not. Amen. But when we don't get what we think is right or what we want or what we would say is the better thing, and it doesn't go our way, we kick our feet in the dust and we droop and it causes divisions. And here's the thing, when somebody gets disgruntled, they're not happy to be disgruntled alone. They got to get a little crowd. We could name names. I mean, I could tell you, I'm seeing their face right now. And if you're listening, you know who you are. Sorry, dog. I mean, they got all disgruntled because they're so full of pride, but they're not happy just to leave. They got to take people with them. They cause contentions, they cause divisions, and they get divided. Well, I'm of this dude, and I'm of that guy. Well, I believe this, and they believe that, and we can't get along with one another. And all the while, the world's going to hell while the church uh, has these kind of inward struggles and problems. God help us. If we want to see revival, we've got to keep the church right. And if we're going to have the church right, you and I got to stay right. Until next time, let's pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.